I have to show these pictures. Okay. More uh, pictures. More I'm pictures. Uh, why are you showing me his crotch? Oh, the, I just want to. I just wanted to see his awesome crotch. The Two OC, the show that covers the things we love from two parts of the world: Orange County, California, and Orange County, Florida. Welcome to episode 32. This episode of the TLC, we talk about Insert Coins, Player One, Drama Queens of the Stone Age, and Guardians of the Galaxy Far, Far Away. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Hey, Anton, how's your week been going? Uh, pretty interesting. A lot of people in this area has been very sick. Uh, I just came back from California, actually. There was a proposal last weekend. Uh, sister-in-law was getting proposed and kind of helped out with uh, planning the whole thing uh, getting the things together we tried to stall time it was actually a pretty cool event actually uh, she had no idea until like um, probably five minutes before it started to get a little uh, suspicious she it's started to get suspicious yeah yeah she was starting to get suspicious because throughout the whole day we're trying to do our own thing where we're telling them uh, well, especially her and her fiance now to help us out by taking us to a couple of places to scope out pictures and also uh, our wedding venues. Okay. Um, so right around like 3.30, we're like, oh, hey, uh, we should head out to the beach and try to scope out places. But little did we know, um, all of her friends weren't ready yet. Um, and then her fiance's family wasn't there yet either. Mm-hmm. So we try to stall as much time as we could. We took the 73 yeah. instead of the 55 because I tried to, you know, reroute it. I was like, oh, did I? I, I think I just went the wrong way. So <laughs> we rerouted everything just to stall some time. And I acted like I was By um, the way, going. That, yes. that, that was an extra excellent rendition of the Californians. Next on the Californians. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's, you know, we yeah. understand that. But, uh, yeah, we try to sell time by going to the wrong direction. Uh, it, it probably bought us about, like, another 20 minutes. But then when we finally got there, everybody got out of the car. I'm trying to set up the cameras to, you know, shoot. And mm-hmm. one of her friends drives by, and she's like, isn't that, isn't that Cindy? And then he's like, who? That? I don't know. <laughs> and then I'm like sweating balls like I'm like oh my god we gotta hurry up and get out of here you know so then I try to put the uh, camera lenses on and I forgot one of the camera lenses back because I was so nervous and uh, yeah I, I was really nervous for the guy but anyways uh, it, everything was perfect the way that um, it went uh, even though she kind of got a clue but she didn't expect like you know the whole uh, crazy shebang she didn't know about the whole uh, flower on the beach and like it, it was just great the sunset beautiful I'll, so, I'll show you some pictures later I haven't I haven't posted it up yet but wait 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 was a setup where <coughs> she pretty much goes from person to person until she makes her way to uh... oh no no they were just waiting at the beach already oh, okay. uh, we did have a couple of people that made it late but you know it, it was already too late 
Well, that's so. their fault, dude. Like, it's, like yeah. they should know. It, it's like showing up late to the surprise party, or at the same time as the person you're trying to surprise. Yeah, but I think the thing that, you know, it was kind of our fault because we didn't follow AST time. You're pretty familiar with AST time, right? I'm assuming the A stands for Asian. Yeah, Asian Standard Time. So, Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> but anyways, that's pretty much uh, what happened last week. But this weekend, I'm checking out two concerts, actually. I'm going to see Dylan Francis, which is a DJ. Uh, he's pretty big in the EDM world. And he is uh, doing his show with Dua Lipa. So I'm going to be able to see uh, uh, both of them on stage uh, this weekend. And plus, on Sunday, I'm going to be seeing Katy Perry, which I've been talking about for the past couple episodes. Isn't so, yeah. it? Isn't Dua Lipa the one in um, what's it called? In those like gal, not the Galaxy commercials, the Pixel, Pixel, Pixel commercials. Yeah, yeah oh, okay. that's her. I I never knew how to pronounce her name. I was like, Dua Lipa, Lipa. Yeah, I, I there was a time where she had a solo concert here. Uh, I totally missed it. I totally forgot that it was the weekend before. But I mean, I I guess she's back, so might as catch might might as well catch her now. Because she's going to be super famous within the next year or so. Before the ticket prices triple? Oh, yeah. It's already 60 bucks uh, for House of Blues when, you know, usually the concerts there are only 35 bucks. Well, it depends because, the, yeah, 35 bucks for indie bands or, like, just, like, kind of, like, bands have a small fan base. Yeah. Uh, mid-range artists, yeah, that's about right because it is a small venue. And like you said, like people try to get get to see them before they become they blow up yeah exactly and when i went to see phoenix for example i mean they've been around for a while it was only 35 bucks and i think the only time that tickets were like around 60 something or 75 bucks was like when um uh what's his name nick jonas was playing at the house of blues so i think it's just popular artists they they charge you know Double the price. Really? Phoenix was only 30-something bucks? Yeah, 35, dude. But it's such an amazing concert, too. Like, they had so much production value to it. Yeah. But, I mean, it it was their first show, so I, I guess it was kind of like a test run for them. They knew stuff was going to happen, which, you know, kind of malfunctioned a little bit because they had a lot of really new tech uh, for mm. their show. Amazing okay. stuff. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But anyways, that's uh, since we're already talking about bands and stuff, um, tell us about uh, K-Rock. You went to something uh, last week yeah dude uh so after i recorded last week um uh, that saturday i went to night one of k-rock's almost acoustic christmas mm-hmm. great lineup i'm talking about uh royal blood judah and the lion cold mm-hmm. war kids run the jewels prophets of rage rise against queens of stone age 30 seconds to mars and muse yeah that's a pretty good lineup especially for the last two which is you know my my favorite bands too uh, but overall, how was the whole event? So, okay, <clears throat> they did an amazing job of keeping time. It was, I would say, it's so jam-packed. Each band did about eight to nine songs. Dude, that's a like, lot. That's it, a lot it of is. songs. It is a lot of songs, and they had like a 30 to 40 minute set each one, depending on the band. Mm-hmm. I think like the earlier ones, they had like 30 minutes, and the like the ones after uh, Prophets of Rage had like 40 minutes. Yeah, what but, time did this thing start? Uh, the gates opened up at 3, but uh-huh. Royal Blood didn't start performing until 5, which I really uh-huh. didn't care about Royal Blood. I think I only uh-huh. know one of their songs. Yeah. 
uh, Judah and the Lion. I again, I only know one of those songs. Mm-hmm. So my friend's like, "Which band do you want to go to first? And I'm like, uh, "I really don't care about any of the lineup until maybe Cold War Kids." <laughs> and yeah. she's like, "All right, cool. We'll just we'll, we'll try to make it to that one. At least that we're not rushing mm-hmm. and stuff like that." So made it with perfect time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we were in our seats by the time uh, Judah and the Lion uh, was finished up their set, which yeah. was their only song I knew. So I'm like, "Okay, perfect." And then, Where was this uh, playing at, if you don't mind? Oh, uh, oh, at the Forum. Sorry, forgot to mention that. Oh, okay, at the Forum. That's so cool. a small, small venue, dude. It's, mm-hmm. It was amazing. Yeah. I was worried because our seats were kind of up high, but we were in a really good spot. We're to the side of the stage, and we can see mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Cold War Kids. Uh, I, I had to walk out for Run the Jewels because... <sighs> do, do you know who Run the Jewels is? No. It's a super group. It's like uh, it's like a big collaboration of DJs and and uh, rappers. Oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah, but I, okay, for I don't I, I try to give him a chance, but the lyrics or the rapping I really didn't understand. Is, is it kind of like NERD? No idea what that is. Uh, like Pharrell and a bunch of those uh, other guys. It's like rapping and stuff. No, it's it's more. I, I I don't know how to explain it. it it's more DJ heavy okay. than anything. Okay. Um, yeah, it seems like the DJ. It seems like the DJs are in charge, and then the rappers just kind of do what they can around it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a uh, mixtape, basically. Kind of, but the thing is, it the, yeah, the rapping I really couldn't understand, and the music, which is so bassy, dude. I I'm mm-hmm. like, like holy crap! I gotta get out because my my head's starting to hurt. Yeah, because I, I guess the whole thing was uh, tuned for rock music, not rapping. I mean, if it's rapping, they're, they're going to tone the, uh, well, of course, they're going to keep the bass up, but also, you know, uh, get the uh, voice to be more, uh, you know, more yeah. clarity. Well, yeah, that's true. That's probably that's probably true. That the, the speakers mm-hmm. weren't set up for it. But... And usually rock music, the guys like scream at the mics or, or you know, sing a lot louder, and the, the rap guys are just talking most of the well time, so. okay so i had to walk out for that one because my friend was like do you want to see them I'm like i really don't i'd rather get a beer right now she's like cool <laughs> i didn't want to say it but i wanted out yeah uh yeah so we walked out and i was telling her on the way out i'm like this must be how parents uh, like hear our music <laughs> <laughs> like it made me feel so old because i was like oh my god it's just noise <laughs> yeah very uh, very loud noises. Yeah, so that was like the that was like the main downer at the beginning. Uh, Prophets of Rage was insane. Do you know who Prophets of Rage is? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Prophets of Rage is a collaboration of uh, Rage Against the Machine, uh, Cypress Hill, and uh, uh, Public Enemy. Oh, that's pretty neat. So they were doing a insane amount of songs, dude. Uh, they were doing like kind of a a sample of of uh, all of their groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see here if I can pull up the list. So is this common now for a lot of bands to just collaborate like that and just give themselves a new name? Yeah, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's been a few more, like, I mean, Foo Fighters are technically a super, are a super band. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the story behind them is, I mean, Cypress Hill, public enemy and rage against machine were all very political groups. Like they were, I mean, I mean, prophets of rage did like killing in the name of bulls and parade testify. They were very like rebellious songs, um, 
and uh, like Cypress Hill was like very against like against the establishment. Mm-hmm. So they all came together in 2016, early 2016. So not so long ago. Not so long ago to do a single performance at the Republican National Convention. Mm. And that was kind of like the, their way of which they, I'm surprised you didn't hear about this because it, it, it got a lot of uh, backlash. Because uh-huh. like these are very anti-corporation, anti-you um, know the man groups. Mm-hmm. So we're wondering, everybody's wondering like, why the fuck would the Republicans hire a group to play at their convention like that? Yeah, and it was yeah, everything was very like anti anti government. Um, and they came together because they were they wanted to like say you know shit's about to hit the fan. We have to. We have to do something about it. So this is our way of like protesting. Yeah. Um, and Talk then about the, net neutrality right now. <laughs> this past week. Oh no, it's more social problems. But <laughs> yeah. But yeah, net well, they ruled one. it yesterday. Uh yeah, I mean the courts are still got to decide on it, but mm-hmm. and even a lot of states are are trying to uh, sue the FCC for it. Yeah, it's it's just too ridiculous. I mean, we're we're living in a free country. It should be free. It shouldn't be governed. Well, the thing is, net neutrality is like two years old. Yeah. So, anyways, um, I was gonna say, oh, uh, they were just doing, their their whole thing was they were just to do a small tour, and that was it. Like that was like their that was like their whole point of their other band. Um, then Trump won. <laughs> <laughs> Trump won the election. So 2017, they're like, fuck it, we're gonna stay as a group and we're gonna do a, uh, another tour. And oh. this is this is one of the few performances that they did. Wow. I was so I was so excited to see them. This is the main reason I wanted to go to to the almost acoustic Christmas just to see them because I probably will never get to see them ever again. Mm-hmm. So that was amazing, dude. Yeah, uh, Rise Against did a great performance. Uh, now it brings me to the fun part, and I'll text you. I'll text you a video. Okay. Queens I'm of the Stone ex- Age. I'm always excited for videos. Queens of the Stone Age. Um, I've never really been a fan. They're not my type of music. I think they're kind of too... I, I don't even know what to say. Whoa. Loud. I didn't know you were down there. No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. Alright, pause it. Yep. Okay, so... First off, they came out late. Mm-hmm. Which happened? Like they were the first band to mess up the timing. Uh, the 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 whole setup was kind of weird. They had these I don't know how to express, describe them. Uh, think of a fluorescent light standing straight up, mm-hmm. and they were kind of set up randomly around their 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 stage. But they were they were meant to be like smacked around and stuff like that. So if you hit one, it would kind of like wobble side to side, but it would stand back up and you could kick it. You can do whatever it was. It won't break. Yeah. Uh, he was performing and then he kept taking like, I'm sorry. He, uh, Josh Hem or hum, hum, Josh hum. Uh, he's the lead singer of Queens of the Stone Age. He kept kind of like going back, taking sips of like his red solo cup. Mm hmm. I was like, ah, whatever, water, whatever, maybe alcohol, because some, you know, performers, whatever, let them do what they want. If that's what they need, but whatever. He, at one point, I think halfway through the set, he said, 
hold on, let me take let me take a drink of my margarita because I need to be fucking drunk to even be here. And I turn my friend like I turn I turn my friend like well that's not very nice. And she's like well maybe <laughs> she's like maybe he worded that wrong. <laughs> he plays another song. Yeah. And at which point he says, "All right, I'm gonna take another sip. I know I'm running a little late, but I don't give a fuck. This is my night." I know, I know Muse is probably backstage waiting to come on, but fuck Muse. Muse <laughs> was the headlining band. Mm-hmm. You don't disrespect it. You um, don't. The headlining band. It's always like you're promoting. The, you always have to promote and thank the person that's headlining because that's what's that, paying you. Right. That's who's there to perform. Like to, that's drawing in the crowd. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure K-Rock has been around a long time to know which bands would draw the most amount of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, at which point, some people <laughs> in the front booed him. Oh, wow. And he's kind of like, I don't give a fuck. Boo me. And like, he kind of, uh, he, he, he demanded that everybody boo him. Mm-hmm. And like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Uh, he plays another song. During mm-hmm. that song... He just starts kicking the lights off the edge of the stage. Uh, the, like there's like a little like um like a little part of the stage that sticks out for like yeah. performers to like walk out into the middle of the crowd. Uh-huh. Yeah, he yeah he sticks he walks out, starts kicking off those lights. At which point, <clears throat> I didn't know about this. Uh, he kicked a photographer. You don't kick a photographer. Well, and that's the thing. <clears throat> I know like, how that feels. <laughs> yeah, but uh, again, I didn't find that out until the day after. I just saw him kicking the lights up during the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he and, and then like the drummer had a solo. The lights are just the lights kind of go down and just focus on the drummer. Lights came back up, and the screen shows Josh Hum, uh, Josh Hum bleeding from his face. What the hell did he do? Think of a Harry Potter scar. <laughs> yeah. And like the the blood was just coming down the side of his face. Uh, the drummer finishes up. They finish playing their set. And he kind of just stops, takes another drink, and kind of looks at the camera, the crowd going, why the fuck are you guys looking like that? You think you guys are looking at me like I'm a madman. I'm just here to play rock and roll. At which what point... crazy. Well... <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I'm like, I'm not a Queens of the Stone Age fan. Maybe this is just normal him. Yeah. At which point, I, the next day, well, actually Monday, I open up LA Times to this headline. Queens of the Stone Age's Josh Hum apologizes for kicking photographer in the face. And that's the video I sent you. I did see him kicking somebody. Right. So he apologized. He wrote, uh, let's see. Oh, last night while in a state of being lost in performance, I kicked a very I kicked over various lighting and equipment on our stage. Today, it was brought to my attention that this included a camera held by photographer Chelsea Lauren. I did not mean for that to happen, and I'm very sorry. I would never intentionally cause harm to anybody working at or attending one of our shows, and I hope Chelsea will accept my sincere apology. You saw the video. Yes. Does it look like it was an accident? <laughs> no. He's like, photographer? I'm going to kick her. Well, and it's funny thing is like, that's probably the worst person to kick is a photographer in the in the act of taking photos. 
Yeah, you're just there to document the, the, the moment, not being part of the moment. Well, here's the thing. Um, she posted on her Instagram two photos, the last two photos before she got kicked. Mm-hmm. The first one shows him with the like the bluish purplish one shows him mm-hmm. making eye contact. The second one shows him lifting up his foot to kick her as he's making eye contact. Yeah, I'm glad she has those photos. Which is why I'm like, dude, like, uh, like I'm sorry, but like you, you kicked the wrong person at the wrong time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, dude, like it just that was the stupidest thing of the night. Um. He ran late, which made the rest of the event run late. Yeah, uh, I think uh, they're gonna lose a lot of fans because of this well, whole stupid stunt. The thing is, I think a lot of their fans are kind of rockabilly-ish, so I don't think they care. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, which made okay. Which made. 30 seconds to Mars, we performed at them. It's kind of rush a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, damn it. I, and I know I'm running along on this, but I have to show these pictures. Okay. Uh, more pictures. More I'm pictures. Uh, why are you showing me his crotch? Oh, the, I, just wanted to, I just wanted to see his awesome crotch. Let me know when you see them. Do you know who that what is? What is Jesus doing? Yes, I know. That's Jesus. That's Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. What's up? Uh, yeah, no. Jared Leto walks on the stage wearing this. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. But whatever. Jared Leto's weird. He's, uh, what, what's it called? Um, when, when you need to be immersed in the situation. Uh, it is called... Method acting. Method actor. Yes. Method acting. Yeah. Like he's, like, he's a method actor. Whatever. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's just him. He's a little bit of a mm-hmm. drama queen, but whatever. Um... But drama I'm like, King. Drama, drama King, King. sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah. Josh, Josh Hum is the drama queen. Yes. Of the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he, he walks on stage, I'm like, okay, my, and it, everybody in the crowd's kind of like joking around going, he looks a little Jesus-y. That's fine, whatever. Like, that's kind of weird. The, even the lighting, the like, it seemed very religious kind of lighting, like straight overhead, mm-hmm. single spotlight. He then announces he's going to perform one of his new songs, "Walk on Water." <laughs> and for aren't those they who, a Christian band, well, no. Here's the thing: for those of you that aren't Christian, "Walking on Water" isn't was one of the miracles that Jesus performed to his disciples to prove that he was um, he was sent from God. Yeah, a man of God. Yeah. Well, no, like like he like he's he's more than human. Like he's mm-hmm. like able to like do miracles like that. Uh, yeah. So I'm like. I'd I say he's just a magician. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. But yeah, I turned to my friend, I'm like, hmm, you can dress like Jesus, or you can do a song called Walk on Water. You can't do both. <laughs> 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 Doing both is kind of going to offend some people. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's weird. Um <laughs> But yeah, that that kind of ended the weirdness. Um after that, Muse came on stage, they did an amazing set every single time. I, like I've seen Muse twice already, both times I just get my mind blown by their yeah, effects. I think, the music I think Muse puts on a very good show. They Doesn't do matter where and when, it's always good. They do, but I think I partially think they were either pissed off or annoyed about what happened earlier because mm-hmm. they did very little talking. They seem to rush the performance a little bit between sets, mm-hmm. and at the end of the show, it just ended. No, thank you. No, have no a good encore. Night. Nothing. Everything just it just ended. I'm like, 
Trevor, if I'm like, I think they're pissed off. Like, I, I think, like, they're just annoyed because they were, at that point, cause, because of Queens of the Stone Age, the show was already running late. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, and then 30 Seconds to Mars took forever to set up, too, so. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, was, that was insane, dude. That was my my weekend. Yep. I mean, overall, the music was good. It was, I mean, it was great. I, I mm-hmm. would de- I would gladly go to the Forum again for another show. That was a great venue. Other than that, <laughs> that's all weird stuff. Uh, I think what's even weirder is Disney put out a lot of money this past weekend with a deal with Fox. Oh my god, I know. And we talked about this a few episodes ago, right? That w- yeah. At the time, the deal fell through. Mm-hmm. And I guess they sealed the deal. I think Fox was like uh, $16 billion in debt or something like that. Yeah, an insane amount, dude. Yeah, but anyways, uh, Disney buys uh, Fox for $52 billion. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, and it kind of addressed the thing we talked about on the previous episode was when you told me, I was like, that doesn't make sense. Fox is too big. Like, there's no way that Disney would have bought everything. Yeah, so Disney left out uh, Fox News and Fox... uh, um, Broadcasting. Yeah, broadcasting, like, uh, all that stuff. Like, they left that. Yeah. Everything else, they own. Um, Which makes sense, because ma- I was saying, like, Fox's programming is not Disney-friendly, so that makes sense that would not that would not be part of it. No, no, no. They're, no, they're, they're, they're taking that. The only thing that they're leaving is just the, the Fox News Network and stuff. They're, they're taking the whole entire Fox. So, basically... Fox Channel? Yes. So, oh. they're, they're basically taking 40% of TV and movies that are that are being distributed so i think disney's gonna be the biggest company that kind of monopolizes all of the movie and tv industry i'm waiting for the political backlash because you know why why trump supported this this buyout oh my god (laughs) i'm waiting for people to like to turn against disney just because trump said it's a good deal (laughs) (laughs) So one of the good uh, things that, uh, oh, actually one of the good questions that a lot of people had was, what about Deadpool? Uh huh. Deadpool is rated R and it's a Marvel movie. Uh, hmm. Are they going to keep it? And I think uh, what's his name? I keep forgetting his name. Well, wasn't a not Guardians? Something else Marvel did was rated R. No, uh, uh, Wolverine. Oh, was it Wolverine? The, uh, the Logan. Yes, Logan. Okay, so anyways, uh, Bob Iger said, yes, Deadpool will stay rated R, and that's going to bring a lot of other Marvel movies that are also going to be rated R, um, because Mm -hmm. they're open to that. They're not going to say no, because it's a big moneymaker. Right, and and I mean, Deadpool is one of those things that I mean, parents don't want their younger kids to see, anyways. So yeah, and it shows that you know uh, the older crowd loves this type of humor. They love these types of movies. Right. So it's gonna keep going. Yeah, and Bob Iger didn't he like <laughs> he was he was done with his contract, but when Disney bought him, he, they renewed his contract. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, worked out for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's major stuff. So yeah, Deadpool. Uh, X Men and Fantastic Four. Yeah, I've, actually, I've not... I don't know about Fantastic Four, but I know everything else. Um, but I think 
the buy is a very good thing for them because uh, Fox had distribution rights for episodes one through six mm-hmm. for Star Wars. So with this purchase, they're be- they're basically controlling all of the Star Wars franchise. Yeah, it's insane, dude. I, I uh... yeah, isn't that crazy? Like, if Simpsons is now part of Disney. But the funny thing is, <laughs> there was a screenshot that one of the Instagram um, uh, Simpson memes like accounts did, where they predicted it. Yeah, they predicted it. It was uh, them visiting or somebody visiting the Fox Studio, and mm-hmm. at the very bottom it says uh, a division of the Disney Corporation. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the mouse company buys everything. Yeah, dude. No, I, I'm excited. Um, I'm hoping that Fantastic Four will finally get justice. It, justice, like a, a good, a good storytelling, because that is one of those. I mean, we've we, I, you've heard the criticism that the The Incredibles is a better Fantastic Four movie than the Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, dude. I I'm excited. I. I mean, it's not a bad buy. It's not a bad buy. It it was a good move on Disney on that part. Well, and the thing is, we we've mentioned it before that as much as we wanted all these properties to be under one house, we were like, well, Fox isn't going to give it up, and for for that to even happen, Disney would have to buy Fox. Guess what happened? Disney bought Fox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were kind of predicting the future, sort of. So. Yeah, but, no, I mean, it, it wasn't even predicting the future. It was more like a wish list. Like, who knew? Who mm-hmm. knew? Nobody did. No, dude, that, this came out of nowhere. That's the thing. I think that was the mm-hmm. biggest, that was the biggest support. It was what, like Thursday morning, Wednesday morning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. All right, so uh, since we're already talking about, you know, movie franchises and TV shows, whatnots, um... Those are probably going to be in the biggest pop culture icons, you know, for years to come. And, you know, this week they release a really big trailer for uh, a very big anticipated movie for next year, which is Ready Player One. And it is jam-packed with so many icons. And there were so many surprises, too. And I I I guess we're going to be talking about it right now. Yes, uh, I as soon as the trailer came out, I took I went screen by screen to see what else I can identify. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll send you three of the very basic ones that we kind of are, I mean two of the ba- mm-hmm. basic ones we already kind of knew. And as you receive them, let me know. So for those new listeners, we've been talking about this franchise for a very long time, and. I think we probably have four or five episodes already that we've been talking about Ready Player One. Yeah, so I th- I think we're just really excited for this. Yeah. Did you get it? Yes. All right, so what are the characters you see on there? All right, so we already know uh, from the previous trailer, the teaser trailer, that we got uh, the Iron Giant. Right, which and, which we only got the silhouette at the time. We didn't actually get to see how he looked and stuff like that. Yeah, and from this trailer, he looks ridiculously humongous. Not just He's, that, but he, they did a good job of making him look realistic, but still kept true to his like animated form. Yeah, 
And if you look at, you know, his feet area, you can see all the little characters. Yeah. So you get to see the whole scale size of his uh, his character in this. And it kind of lives up to that that name, the Iron Giant. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the other picture? Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> the second picture, we got uh, the Joker and Harley Quinn. And I think this is a model that they took from the Inju- um, Injustice of game. Which one, the Joker or Harley Quinn, or both? I think, but well, not 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 the Joker, but Harley Quinn on this one looks more like that one. Probably, but the, I mean, I want to point out the Joker looks like the Heath Ledger Joker with a hat. Yeah, it's a little mixture. Yeah, yeah, but I think that's like pretty it. cool. All right, just sent you two more. Okay. Uh, these we didn't see before. <coughs> yes. Uh, let's go with the first one. Yes, Chucky. What a big surprise. That's creepy, dude. Chucky is one of those... Uh, this is pro- Chucky movies are probably the only scary movies that actually haunted me as a child. Yeah, same here. Those freaked me out. Yeah, and uh, we're the- getting to see him in this movie kicking ass. Yes. Uh, uh, I... I- if I was the other characters and there's Chucky running up to me and trying to kill me, that I'd be scared shitless. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the second picture, I'll help you out with this one. Um, in the middle, you see the ostriches. The, yes. Like, the ostriches. But to the left of the ostrich, do, yes, you, reco- I see, do, you, yes, do you recognize yes, those yes, NES characters? <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, classic SNES characters, Battletoads. Yes. <laughs> Probably one of the best uh, side-scrolling games ever made. And uh, I remember playing it at the arcade, too. They had the arcade version. Mm-hmm. Love the game. Uh, such an amazing... Well, they, they, I think they were the ones that basically did the over, over top view. Where you can walk around kind of like playing the Simpsons game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one I said about... And the thing is, I totally forgot about Battletoads. Yeah, I wasn't even considering the, like wanting to see them. Now when I saw them, like I'm, I'm excited, which gives me hope for what other NES characters have I forgotten about that are going to appear in this movie. Yeah, dude, I, I think there's so many different uh, characters in in this thing, and I'm very surprised that they were able to get so much in this already. The next one I got freaking ex- super excited about because this is one of my favorite versions. Mm-hmm. You, you know what's funny? You know what's funny? What? I, I The night before this trailer came out, I was putting together a uh, Gundam model, and this was the exact model that I put together. Well, say say the name. Well, you said, uh, you said Gundam, but which Gundam? I don't know. Well, it's either Zero or... Um, shoot, I forgot the name of the one. Anyway, it's a Gundam. It's a freaking Gundam. <laughs> yes, it's a Gundam. <laughs> All right. And the last one. It's very one, iconic, too. It is. So, yeah. And the last one I know you're excited about. Chun-Li. Yes, Chun-Li. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, I think in the, the, the teaser trailer, we got to see uh, Blanca, yeah. which is also from Street Fighter. So I, I think there's... A couple more characters in it too. Like I, I think we also saw uh, Ryu, um, and yes, this picture shows an Overwatch character, which made me super excited. Going, what? She's in the movie too. Which it makes sense though. 
because okay, yeah. we we've been focusing on our past. Yeah, like it's like the, the our our retro stuff. But the thing, this movie takes place in the future, so our yeah. present is their past, which they would have fond memories of our current time, which yeah. makes sense. I didn't think it didn't occur to me, and then I saw her. I'm like, duh. So what other characters are going to show up on here? Yeah, so we got Tracer from Overwatch in this trailer, and she's right dead center in one of the clips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a cool scene, too, to see. I'm really excited who's going to be playing uh, her as, as a, a avatar. Yeah, dude. Uh, I, I'm just excited to see what other characters are going to show up on there. Uh, I got to admit, after I saw her on it, I went through the like through the through the video again, scene mm-hmm. by the scene, hoping that maybe I would see the the Master Chief. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure because his gun's already in it. Yeah, exactly. Assault rifle. You're right, and you know what? That should have been our clue that they were mm-hmm. going to include more modern characters. Yeah, and they they also got some uh, Battleborn characters in there. They also got um, uh, uh, Laura Croft in there. And this mm-hmm. is not 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 the new Laura Croft, but the the classic. Yeah, Laura the vintage Croft. one. Yeah, and that's fairly cool. So oh, excited dude. to see that. Yes. Oh my god. Um. Uh, anything else you want to say about this trailer? I, I mean, I saw the trailer again today mm-hmm. in the theater, so that was I, I just got more excited about it. Yeah. Every time I see it, I I, I just don't know what else to say. It's I'm so excited. <laughs> So the tra- I mean the video I'll post up on our Instagram or social media and the photos we talked about during the concert and the the screenshots I took I'll post it also on there so everybody can see in case have any in case they're curious. All right, so let's talk about the biggest highlight of this week and it would have to be Star Wars the Last Jedi. All right. And uh, hold on, before we get into it, uh there's going to be a spoiler zone. So, for those of you that have not seen it yet, which is probably going to be a lot, because this is, by the time this episode comes out, the movie has only been up for a couple days, mm-hmm. and it's going to probably be a while until the majority of people see it. Yeah, so uh, if you want to hear us talk about Star Wars, this is not the episode for that. This is going to be spoiling everything. And usually, like, we usually take about a week, because Alan usually watches a movie a week later. But uh, in this case, we both saw the movie prior this well, episode. Okay. Before before we get into the spoiler zone, let me just say what happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was already taking this week off because I had a lot of vacation time. I just needed to, you know, use some of it up. So I took it took advantage of it to buy, do some Christmas shopping, uh, throw like kind of rummage through my room, throw stuff out, and then I saw you posted yesterday that like you saw the movie like premiere night. And I was like, well, damn it. Like, I know Anthony's going to want to talk about it. Uh, everything's probably going to be sold out. And I thought, wait a minute. I'm off tomorrow. <laughs> What's the first? Oh, do you know what triggered it? It's because what? when I wanted to go see a movie yesterday. You wanted to go see Coco. I wanted to go see Coco. I wanted to at least be able to talk about Coco because you've already seen that. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at the times. Everything. Everything after 4 p.m. for both Regency, AMC, Century, after 4 p.m., all Star Wars, no other movies. 
<laughs> so I'm like, okay, okay. So that's a so lot. My Star Wars experience was really cool. Uh, it started at 6 o'clock p.m. on the East Coast. And this is an event that is only for uh, Star Wars fans that want to see it early. So we got this Star Wars movie event played in Dolby um, Dolby Cinema. Mm-hmm. And they got a little clip at the very beginning talking about John Williams' score. Um, and I think that was pretty much the fan event that they added this clip at the very beginning of the movie. Also, you get um, Tops trading cards. These are giant cards, not the regular small Tops cards. So it, they're very collectible and it's very cool. Um, I didn't know that when you open the pack on the very back of it, they give you a code Mm -hmm. and you can go into the website and enter that code to get these exclusive eight cards. By the time I knew about it, it's already gone. Someone already leaked the code online and just the whole internet just basically, um, took everything. So (laughs) yeah. But Uh anyways, overall, uh, the fan events really cool. They give you free popcorn um and i think the whole crowd was just psyched had an amazing experience so all right ready to go to spoiler zone yes please oh my god i'm totally excited for this segment well okay for, let, let's just do the 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 social media and all that stuff first before we get into it for those okay. that don't that don't stay on okay. all right Anton, if people want to support us being able to see player one how can they do that they can uh, um, just buy stickers and t-shirts on our website at www.the2oc.com. And uh, f- if they do like to buy us a beer, they can do that by <clears throat> clicking on buy us a beer button. And also there's going to be affiliate link on our website to whatever it is that you want to buy on Amazon. So go ahead and click on that. It should be a floating banner on our website that you can get, uh, see on there so click on that and it'll be sure to help us out all right and if you want to follow us on social media as i mentioned earlier we have facebook instagram and twitter you can follow us at the 2oc for each of those if you want to send us an email send it to mail at the 2oc.com and also don't forget to give us a five star or a thumbs up whatever it is the, the rating system on your platform Go ahead and give us that to help us get new listeners, and that's a great way to support us. All right, for the 2OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong.